Well, see, the odds of them noticing that there's a dent in my wall versus a whole arm of the chair missing is quite a difference. I'm not sitting over here anymore. It's not my fault the wood's like this. Look, the wood, this wood should be able to take my elbow. This wood should be know. strong. This wood should be like this wood. You don't see this wood splintering. It's cheap. I'm just not sitting over here anymore. This it's... is what I do. I put my... Let's get over. Hold on, I'm ordering food. You're recording for what? I'm doing an intro. Because I figured, you know, like a good intro. Oh, okay. So like, hey guys, this is us doing the Star Wars yes, thing. Yes. Well, we're going to do an episode of the movie or just... We all know how we're doing this yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Oh yeah, welcome back to um, Cheers to the Mouse. Hi there. This is going to be a fun intro. As I put my butt in Amber's face. <laughs> Very much in my face. At least I'm wearing a blanket. Because under this I'm just wearing shorts. I mean, you could wait for me to like finish paying yeah. for food. I refuse. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. So just to like warn you, it's probably just going to go downhill from here. <laughs> so Has it ever gone uphill? No, but <laughs> maybe they saw Star Wars and they're new to this. Oh no. We're cheers to the mouse. I'm Amber. This is Kiki. This is gonna be our Star Wars marathon. We're not quite sure how we're using these episodes yet. But as far as Kiki is concerned, she is about to spend the next like three days being immersed into the world of Star Wars. As I drag her kicking and screaming, pointed the lights just flicker. That's not cool. Into there. And so we are about to start the Phantom Menace, Kiki. Hi. <laughs> Any last words, thoughts, hopes, or prayers? Um, yes. Uh, I don't know how this is going to go. I know Star Wars is a very big fandom. I've, like, kind of seen Star Wars, but I fell asleep on it. So I feel like I've seen important parts of Phantom Minutes, you said? <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it's gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna have so many questions. This is gonna be good. Okay. We'll drop into y'all later. So, <laughs> bye! <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs>
They could be televised. Yes, it could be televised, and they could have cut this in half and be two separate shows, TV episodes. Because I think it might be a couple of more episodes. No, I think you're they, looking at about four episodes if you're like thinking. If you're thinking timeline, then yes. But I mean, actuality of what happened, two maybe three, just because of what actually happens. Initial reaction that was a lot. I really felt like it was longer when in fact it was just two hours. <laughs> not believe that and just think you just started yeah my friend she was all like my friend christina friend of the podcast she says she listen to the podcast um i don't think so but she's not a friend of the podcast <laughs> she's a friend of the podcast our friends of the podcast are the ones who listen to the podcast okay y'all are our friends of the podcast okay she's a friend of the podcaster She's she doesn't podcaster. listen to the podcast. I don't think she listens. I'll ask her. But she says I have a long journey ahead of me. <laughs> you do. <laughs> okay. First episode's thoughts. It it was a lot, and yet it wasn't. It was a lot of background, I feel like. they. they well, it's literally the first, like, movie. So yeah, it's kind yeah. of a... Here's a whole new world for you to explore yes, with yes, us. Yes, yes, I feel like there's a lot of details that went into it. A lot of scenes that were, I don't know. I can't, that's the best way I can describe it. Although, I guess one thing that we should probably mention is that, I'm assuming the intro is going to go with this episode. If not, I'll just make one up. <laughs> but we are going to do, we're hopefully going to watch all of these in a weekend. So the episodes might <laughs> sound a little bit more delirious as we go. Yeah, because... I'm already tired, and we just got done with the first one. But what we're going to do is we're going to just kind of watch them, and then we're going to post these as we need to throughout the semester, because college is hard, mm-hmm. and life is hard. Yeah, true. And, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of where we're at. And so we're not sure what the format's going to be, but the way we're going to watch is the way I want to watch them because I'm a Star Wars nerd. So if you don't approve, and then you um, can go take a hike. I, I don't care. A, I have a friend who likes Star Wars, Christina. She approves of the order too. Exactly. So. We got outside approval. So <laughs> all of you like purists, naysayers, whatever, can go take a hike as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> we're going to go watch it. Episode one, episode two. Then we're going to watch the movie for the animated Star Wars The Clone Wars animated series. The introduction movie for that. Then we are going to watch episode three. Then we are going to watch Solo. Then we are going to watch Rogue One. Then we are going to watch episode four. Through nine. Through nine. In order. So, back to the movie. Stuff with your standard Star Wars information dump. Scrolls up, and basically the information dump is the Trade Federation is bad, and they're doing a blockade on this planet called Naboo, and there's this delegation being sent to negotiate peace and an end to this. Yes, and so we start off with two people in hoods mid-fighting. The Queen of Naboo. 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 Queen Con- Amadala. Yes, Padme. <laughs> well, she's just called Queen Amidala. Queen Amidala. Yes. Queen Amidala. Um, the she... names get worse, don't worry. <laughs> no. <laughs> she contacts 
the Federation people like, hey, did the ambassadors arrive? They lied. They say no. And then we switch to the Queen and her council people, I guess. Yes. And the Queen contacts a senator, the senator? Who's on Coruscant, and he's like, what do you mean the ambassadors haven't shown up? But then communications are cut short. Yes. And we realize that communications are being cut from the planet, which means only one thing. Da-da-da. Invasion. So anyway, um, the Jedi, going back to the Jedis, because there's a lot of back and forth, um, (laughs) we see them escape the ship because they couldn't get to the control room and defeat the Federation people, guys. And so... They aboard ship and they aboard an evasion ship and they go down on the planet. I don't know what the planet is called. Naboo. Is it called Naboo? It is called Naboo. Oh. So wait, <laughs> then what about the other people though? The fish people? Gungans. Gungans? So. They live on Naboo. In their own kingdom? Yeah, they live in the water on Naboo. That's interesting. That's why they don't like the Naboo people. Because the planet is called Naboo? Well, they like to live on the top. Like, on oh, the land. Oh, I got you. And so they don't have necessarily the best relationships. I got you. Okay. So anyway, the Jedi um, basically... Jar Jar just tags along. Yep. And Jar Jar takes one of the Jedi of... Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon. He ends up saving this alien. The alien name is Jar Jar Binks. And Jar Jar's like, hey, you saved my life. I'm indebted to you. And Obi and... I'm going to keep messing up with his name. I mean, not that it matters anymore. It does for a little bit. It matters um, for the rest of this recording. It does. Qui-Gon, <laughs> Jar Jar, and Opie, they all go under sea. And what are they using to breathe? I don't know. Some sort of, like, alien technology. Their technology is weird. Like, they seem very advanced, but then I look at their clothing and, like, how they're communicating, and it seems very not advanced. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, they feel like they're wearing the most basic clothing. Anyway, they are like, hey, we need to get to Naboo. Or we need to Well, first they're like, you should help the Naboo people because you're all on the same planet. And if they're invaded, you're you're going to be invaded. And they're like, nah. (laughs) And they're like, well, fine. And they do a little Jedi mind trick, which the Jedis have. Wait, they did do the Jedi mind trick? Yeah. Oh. He waves his little hand, and he's like, then you want us to go about the fastest way possible. And for those of you following along at home, I'm waving my hand in front of the mic <laughs> as if that makes a sound. As if she can mind control you <laughs> Tell more people about the podcast. <laughs> Let me know if it works. <laughs> we'll see. I'll tell us that more people are listening. <laughs> okay. And so they get a ship. And then he mentions that Jar Jar owes him a life debt, so Jar Jar gets to go free also. Yeah, Jar Jar doesn't get pun- punishment. Punished dead. Punished dead. Yeah. I kind of... See? The way they're... The little hand wave. Oh, the, he does it so... Subtly. Yes, and she don't even realize it. That's pretty good. Um, so, basically, though, they basically start the invasion. And we see uh, the queen gets captured. Gets captured. So they're I like, they did tell him about the missing Jedi. They didn't. He said oh. he didn't mention the missing Jedi. Mm-hmm. She gets taken prisoner, which is like. <laughs> it's a very quick invasion. So Naboo seems to be very 
peaceful. Non-militaristic. Not ready for an invasion. So they're very non-militaristic. And it's later all mentioned in Passing by Jar Jar that the people of Naboo don't like the Gungans because they're a very warlike species. And so that gives you the impression that the people who live topside don't like war and they're very much for peace. And the people who live on And so when the droid army shows up, they're just kind of like, oh, oh well. Eh? <laughs> oh, what do we do now? Yes. But when the queen is taken captured as they're leading her to a camp, I'm assuming. Prisoner camp. Prisoner camp. Obi-Wan and... Qui-Gon just happened to show up right in time to rescue her. And they helped them escape. Yes. And I have to say, I love the Queen Handmaid's um, wardrobe. It's really nice. Although Pat, um, the Queen was very... Dramatic. Yes. <laughs> we So now everyone is together and they're trying to figure out... The Queen is trying to figure out what to do. Should she go to... Coruscant. Or if she should stay here with her people. Governor, I think, wants her to stay here. No, he wants her to go. Okay. He wants her to go, and so... Plead their case before the Senate. Yes, and so she goes with the Jedi. And then we come upon the scene where they're getting a shit to leave, and they come upon the droids. The ones that go, Roger, Roger. I don't know what type of droids they are. And it's absolutely hilarious. I look up their names. I can't remember what the basic... No, they're so stupid. They're not Jar Jar stupid. Jar Jar is smarter than them, basically, it seems like. That's what it honestly seems like. And I think that says them. So anyway, the queen, her entourage, and the Jedi boards a ship. And off they go. They board the ship to get past the blockage, and they go to a different planet. The the hut, the hut, the Tatooine. 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 Is where... They're trying to B.I. Series Battle Droids. B.I. Series Battle Droids. Well, they're stupid droids. They're your standard throwaway droids that are used in the prequel trilogy. Hmm. Although this is what I usually refer to as the first gen, so they're the really stupidest version of them. (laughs) They do get a little bit smarter. Not very much smarter, but they do get a little bit smarter as we go along. Smart enough to arrest people and not... Hesitate. You'll see. <laughs> okay. Um, so they have a little hiccup as they're leaving, but luckily they have a nice droid on board who's able to fix the shield generator. It's R2. But Well, just cut into my sentence, why don't you? Sorry, you could just edit it out later. <laughs> do you know how much work that is, though? Yes. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I do. I do know. I'm just going to leave it in. <laughs> They love it anyway. Do they though? I don't know. Who cares what they love? It's our podcast. That's true. <laughs> so they decide after they escape that they're going to go to Tatooine, where the huts are in charge, which is quite a risky move because the huts are not good people to say the least. But they they can't go to a Federation planet because the Federation is looking for her. Yeah, the Federation currently wants the queen. So, you got the lesser of two evils. Well, it's currently one evil wants her head and one evil is not actively looking for you. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, so, on the way there, though, we meet one of her handmaids who's playing out of R2-D2. Named Padme. Yes. 
which confused the hell out of me because I was like, why the fuck is there a handmaid named Padme? Isn't Queen the Padme? Because I remember, you know, Anakin and her get together and there's problems. No, you thought Luke and her got together. Yes, okay, I made a mistake. I keep mixing up Anakin and Luke and I don't know why, okay? I keep mixing them. And we'll cover later down the road why that's a big no-no. I mean, he kisses his sister. Is it really such a big no-no? Yes! <laughs> There's a difference between accidentally kissing your sister and hooking up with your mother. She looks so young because she is so young. Yes, yes. And then... No, he's not a bug. Alien bug? Alien. <laughs> he's got a beak kind of thing. He's got... It's not even a beak. It's like a... Nose. <laughs> slug. And but they also meet this slave boy named Annie. Anakin. Well, first they know him as Annie. They know him as Annie. And he's absolutely precious. He really is. You know, he kind of he's like he he asks this Padme. He's like, "Are you an angel?" It's so sweet. It's so cute to see them connecting like that. It's so cute, honestly. And it's so, like, innocent, but it's also, like, whimsical and precious. And sad. It's low-key sad. Well, that's just because you know what's going to happen. I know. You know just enough to confuse yourself. And I (laughs) love it so much. I really did, because I was thinking, I was just thinking, wait, doesn't it start off with Obi-Wan and Anakin being mentor and apprentice? And, you know, then they just start flirting him and um, Anakin and Padme just start flirting and stuff, and they get together. And why are they so young? Why is Padme so young? Are you tell? At first, for a brief second, I was thinking Padme and older Anakin were gonna get together. And then I was thinking, wait a minute, what is Anakin not even born yet? Is Padme fourteen years older than him or something? Yeah. No, <laughs> Anakin's nine, so it's five. It's five years, which isn't bad if they were older, but well, they're not like you know. You don't know. Well. Padme doesn't feel that way, at least. Yeah. I think Anakin's just like, oh, wow, someone really pretty who's not, like, a slave. <laughs> yeah, probably. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Like, a natural, pure beauty. I got you. Like, wholesomeness, you know? But you. Qui-Gon runs into an issue because all they have right now to pay for anything is Republican credits. And that means shit. They ain't got no money. And he's... Guy is a like Tordarian, 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 something like that. And so, Jedi mind tricks don't work on him, which makes bargaining a little bit more complicated, <laughs> a little bit more truthful. <laughs> <laughs> it's really unfortunate when your tricks don't work. <laughs> so they leave. And they are talking to Obi-Wan, trying to find out if there's anything they can do to For money. money. And they're going about town. Jar Jar is being Jar Jar. And gets into some trouble, but Anakin comes and saves him. Thank God. Yes, luckily. <laughs> but then a sandstorm starts coming up since Qui-Gon... Padme and Jar Jar don't have anywhere to go, Anakin offers to take them to his house. Mm-hmm. Which, kid, you live on Tatooine. <laughs> you shouldn't be taking strangers to your house. That's very true. But then again, he knew this stranger was a Jedi, at least. 
But, kid, (laughs) you live on Tatooine. (laughs) You shouldn't be taking strangers to your house. Tatooine is kind of like the thieves' den. The CD bar. It makes the CD bar look nice. Oh, oh wow. That's CD. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but anyway, so... you have to realize they let a nine-year-old do the pod racing. That is true. Where we watched a couple of people die and no one batted an eye. Which can I say? I thought it was Luke who does the pod racing. It's Anakin. Oh. But while we're there, we get to meet another true Star Wars alumni. I guess is what we should call them. Another recognizable Star Wars character. Yes, C three PO, who's naked. Yes. <laughs> very, very rough around the edges. Yes, he's walking kind of funny. And... Well, Anakin's, you know, I've been building him, and I see Cam with different scraps Which I have to say, it's impressive considering he's nine. Yes, it's so. very impressive. He's been building him to help out his mother, which also is very endearing. And I just love the interaction between C-3PO and, and R2-D2. Yes. It gets fun. better, don't worry. <laughs> so we flash over to Coruscant. Which also, just if you haven't watched Star Wars movies, they like to do a lot of bouncing around between planets because this is a intergalactic interaction. And so that means that our podcast will have to bounce between planets <laughs> as we go throughout the movie. But you see Lord Sidious and Darth Maul to go and get the queen. But then we flash back to Tatooine where... We're back with the Jedi and Anakin, Anakin and his mother. Who is also a slave. Um, And anyway, they're just sitting around the table talking. And Padme is getting a reality shock about how the world actually is and how dark places are. Yeah, because the queen wanted her handmaid to kind of experience the world for her. Yeah. They talk about how the true weakness around here would be gambling. And then they're like, well, what are we going to gamble on? And it's like, pod racing. I could do it. I've built a pod. That's what Anakin says. And <laughs> his mother's like, no, that's really dangerous. And Anakin kind of manipulates her like, hey, you said that the problem nowadays is that no one helps anyone. Yeah. And so she's like, okay, you can go pod race. I don't like it, but you can go pod race. Which I also find it kind of chilling to flash back a little bit. Not to get into the nitty-gritty. When you mentioned how Anakin knew that Qui-Gon was a Jedi, he mentions that because he saw his laser sword, and Qui-Gon's like, well, how do you know I didn't kill a Jedi? Yeah. And then Anakin's like, well, no one can kill a Jedi. And then Qui-Gon's like, I wish that was so. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So that's just a very big flashback. But eventually it becomes agreed that Anakin will erase... And so they go to make the deal with Anakin's owner. I think his name is Greedo. No, it's not Greedo. Grotto? Is it Greedo? I don't know. Qui-Gon goes and makes a a deal with his owner. Hey, if you let Anakin race for us, how about... If he wins, you get all the winnings and I get my parts. (laughs) If if he loses, you get the the ship. ship. Yep. And And he's like, all right. Qui-Gon offered to pay not only for the entry... But also provide the pod, but. which in reality, Anakin's providing the pod. But we can't mention that part. <laughs> no, not at all. So anyway, they make the 
they make the deal and then we go back to Anakin working on his pod, trying to get it ready for the race. And, and we find out that Qui-Gon thinks Anakin is, is a Jedi. Yes, because he has Jedi-like reflexes and stuff like that. And we get a little background on Anakin about how he doesn't have a father and his mother raised, carried him. And Just happened? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> yeah, so for a moment there, I was thinking, is this a Mary Jesus situation? Or is it just like, oh, his father abandoned us and it was a one-night stand? And it's never exactly clarified, as far as I can tell. Don't hate me if you've heard something better. <laughs> no, write in instead at cheers to Mickey at gmail.com. Don't say that. We might get a lot of hate mail. My depression can't take that. You don't have access to the email anyway. <laughs> but you're going to tell me about it. No, I would not. You've spoiled TV shows for me. You're going to tell me if we get really bad hate mail. I would not. I would <laughs> just delete them because I wouldn't even read the hate mail. Uh-huh. If you send us hate mail, I'm just going to delete them. I hope you know that. Okay. Amber doesn't have access to it. I will just delete. Okay. That makes me feel better. So send all the hate mail you want. No one's going to read them. So you have the other Go side to kids for that. come and make fun of the ship a little bit. We see Jar Jar being stupid. Clumsy. <laughs> He drops something and Anakin's like, be careful around the laser. And of course, he's not. And he gets hurt. But, you know, that's how it goes with Jar Jar. <laughs> but anyway, but the pod works. Yes, it does. And they're getting ready for pod racing. So later that evening, Qui-Gon takes a blood sample of Anakin. And he tests it for midi-chlorine. Chlorian? Chlorian? Don't ask me. <laughs> it's like Chlorian, but it's like Chlorine, but it's not Chlorine. It's like Chlorian? Chlorian? Something like that. And it turns out Anakin has a lot of them. Like More 20, than ever seen before in a living life form. So they're like, oh wow, that's really impressive. And now Darth Maul has made it to Tatooine. Yes, he has. And he's ready to come for the queen. And or the Jedi. But I don't know which one. The queen. the queen. But he's supposed to first take out the Jedi, and then the queen will be easier to handle. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But it's race day. Yes, it is. And so, uh, what's his name? Qui-Gon? Yes. He, he's ready to make another bet after learning about Anakin's blood work, whatever. And he makes a bet to, because he found out Anakin's owner doesn't think Anakin will win. So he makes a bet to get... Anakin has a slate. Well, he tries to free Anakin and his mother by betting it against the pod. But, but that doesn't work, so then he ends up just getting Anakin instead. Mm-hmm. And he kind of does it in his favor. The choice between was between Anakin and his mom, they rolled the dice, and he kind of made sure the dice would land on Anakin. Which I think his mother would have approved of. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most so, definitely. I think it was also a loaded dice the way the guy acted. Probably. He was like, I just happen to have this dice of chance if you want to roll it and see what happens. And then he was so surprised that it landed where Annie was the one to get free. But, you know. But it's pod racing time. So what did you think? Instead of us giving a play-by-play of the pod racing, because it's intense. It's crazy. What did you think of the pod racing? I was... I'm thoroughly impressed with the pod racing you know this is what i mean once again by they seem advanced in some places and not advanced in others because this pod racing is so cool you know 
I wonder, I do wonder how they control the, I don't know what to call them. Are they like the engine? Is that the engine? Is that the... The pods? No, not the pods. The thing they're pulling the pods. Oh, I guess the engines? Yeah. Or the thrusters? The thrusters. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. That's pretty cool. And of course, when you know Anakin was going to win, because that's what they do, it happens. That's what happens in storytelling. It would be a very different story if Anakin (laughs) loses here and just dies. Can you imagine? (laughs) Um, Anakin also looked like he had a lot of support during the race. A lot of people cheered for him. Probably well, just because he's never finished a race. Also for the slaves, imagine. Yeah. I, oh, how many slaves are there? That's a good bit. Really? They uh-huh. let the slave kids come. Hmm. That's true. So I figured they let normal slaves come too. That's true. It was a very intense race though. Just a lot of back and forth and the, oh my God, oh my God, I can't believe that. And very death defying. Lots of squealing on Kiki's part. <laughs> so... Amy comes out on top. Yes, he does. And the guy who threatened him comes out a definite loser. Not even second place. Well, I think technically he gets second place. Because no, everyone else is taken out, too. I don't think everyone was taken out. I think there was just a couple people who were still... Maybe. Yeah. It's not talked about. It's not important. No, it's I think important. it's... If you don't win, you don't win. <laughs> Probably. You don't finish a race. He didn't finish a race. Yeah. So, that's why I'm thinking that. Because Anakin says he's never even finished a race. Which is quite... Which does not make Padme feel good going into the race. Not at all. It's funny, though, too, because we get the scene where Padme's just like... I don't know what she says, but... Um, the queen would not approve, and Qui-Gon's like, the queen trusts my judgment. She's like, you assume too much. And she's like, he's like, so should you, little handmaid. <laughs> Which I wonder if he knew the truth. I don't think he did. I think by the end of it, he suspected it, but I don't know if he necessarily did. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Oh, and can I just say that Jabba the Hutt is one ugly alien. Like, just wait. (laughs) (laughs) I know he's an important role later on, too. I don't know how important. I know he just comes back. We see him again. Anyway, at the end of the race, of course... Anakin wins. That takes a good bit. The race is like literally a good couple minutes. Well, you got to take three laps. So. Still. <laughs> the race is a good couple minutes. Multiple. More than five minutes. <laughs> More than five minutes. It's intense. I think almost ten minutes. I don't know if it's ten minutes. I literally think it's almost ten minutes. If we're calling that day or just the race itself. Just the race itself. I think five minutes. No, wait, wait a minute. She's fast forwarding. I think from start to end, it's 10 minutes. Maybe. So anyway, they're celebrating, of course. Anakin wins. Woohoo! Anakin and Padme and May are just being so cute. Everyone's so proud of him. And everyone's just grateful. Mm-hmm. And the guy tries to back out of the deal, but he's like, you want to take it up with the huts? And then he's like, never mind. <laughs> he tries back out of the deal in... Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon is just like, huh, no. I just want to, like, put up a counter. Like, if this is a video, we'd have, like, a counter in the corner that was, like, how many times can Kiki (laughs) mispronounce Qui-Gon's name in an episode? (laughs) (laughs) Too many. Basically, you know, they get the parts they need. They're about to head off. 
And I love when he says, I got to go back for some unfinished business. And Obi-Wan's like, why do I have a feeling we're picking up another pathetic life bar? Hinting at Jar Jar, though, if anything. He was. Although they already had Jar Jar. Jar Jar was back. Yeah. But he was definitely hinting at the fact that they had, like, adopted Jar Jar. <laughs> but anyway, Qui-Gon goes back. He gets Anakin. He's like, you're free. He gives Anakin's mother the money from the pod that they raced and they pick up, they just pick up Anakin and not C-3PO. Yeah. Which is interesting. Cause I'm wondering how they get on later on. Wait, does like- And wait. it's so sad. What? Him leaving his mother. Yes, he does. Anakin does end up leaving his mother. It's and really it's sad. really sad. Cause at first you just have Anakin really excited that he's free and he's getting to go. And then he's he leaving the pack yeah. and he's just like, wait, what about my mom? And you just see it hit him, then it's like, oh, I've got to leave her. Yeah, it's very sad. And then when he's leaving, he's like, I can't do it. And his mom's like, you've got to do it. Like, you deserve better than this. You've got to go. And he's so young, too, to have to, like, deal with that. Yeah. As they're leaving, as Padme's, I mean, as the Queen's entourage, you guys already know. As they're fixing the (laughs) ship. No, Darth Maul's droids about the ship. Well, no, because they're already boarding the ship, and then... They have to fix it. They just got the parts back. They just fixed it. They fixed it while he was gone. Because he said he wasn't gone, yeah. He was leaving. Uh So as they're fixing it, the droid finds them, then comes to Darth Maul. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is how intersecting (laughs) synchronous timelines operate. (laughs) It's a pretty cool invention. Okay, okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Darth Maul's little spy droids find the ship, and so he starts heading off to get. Basically, he and Darth Maul fight, and he they neither of them win; it's stalemate. But they escape on the ship. Escapes on the ship, and they make it to Coruscant. Yes, and while he's on the ship, he kind of hints at he's like, "Hey, uh, he kind of knew Jedi stuff, and he had a like." Well, that was red. Mm-hmm. Which, if you've listened to our Hamilton episode, to kind of talk about briefly. Uh, but no matter what point this is released, hopefully they would have listened to Hamilton. You know, that's not why I'm giving you that look. I don't know why. <laughs> Just go. If you listen, you know, back at least, especially in the early days, a lot of storytelling, no matter it's a movie, television show, or a book, usually the bad guys are kind of surrounded in red while the good I guys will are agree with that. in green and blue. You Maybe you won't notice a lot nowadays, modern times, but if you definitely go back and watch early stuff, you'll definitely see it more. Or black and white. <laughs> you won't be able to tell in black and white. A hold of them. And so right as Qui-Gon and Anakin are showing up, who else shows up but... Darth Maul? Maul? Darth Maul. Maul. Maul, like Darth Maul, so it's up. As and in, you've been mauled by a bear. Darth Maul shows up, and he and Qui gone, gone. <laughs> <laughs> I got the Quag right. <laughs> See, why can't I just say Quag and Obi? Qui, Qui, Qui gone, Qui gone. Yes, that's a very Oriental name for such a. Caucasian dude. <laughs> anyway, 
we see um, as they're escaping on the ship going to the next planet. Coruscant. Coruscant. We see Anakin and Padme have a really cute interaction. It just makes me so sad. They're being so cute together. So we arrive and the Synodair Palatine's like, glad you're here. The Chancellor is Here's like- the Chancellor, yeah. You meet the Chancellor. The Chancellor is all like, hi, you have problems. Let's talk about it. Well, it's funny because Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan break off. To go speak to the Jedi Council. <laughs> and then Anakin's following the Queen, or Padme really, because Padme is like her handmaid and following her. And he kind of looks back. <laughs> he's like, which one do I go with? Like, he's yeah, he's he's kind of wanting to run off and follow the Jedi's, but they encourage him to move onwards and go on. And so they break off into two groups. Do well, we- Jar Jar says the queen is pretty hot. Pity hops. <laughs> so we see the senator and the queen talking about how the senator is just like, you know, the chan- chancellor yes. is not really going to be able to help you much. You know, what can we do? He's not going to, he's. Doesn't really have much power. The bureaucrats are in charge. Yeah. We have to, we should do something about it. And if we want to get justice for people. And he gives her a little hint. You know, you can vote in a no confidence, vote confidence against the Chandler. And she's like, but he's our strongest supporter. And he's like, well, we could go to the courts. And she's like, that's even worse. And he's like, those are our options. That's all we can do. And she's like, all right. And so we move on. We go to the Jedi because Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are at the Jedi meeting trying to let them know, keep them up on the situation with the Siths, because that's who they were fighting earlier, and they were letting them know, hey, we ran into this problem. And then they bring up Luke. Um, they bring up Anakin. <laughs> they bring up Anakin. Okay? Okay. <laughs> hey, that's only happened once so far while we're recording. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, <laughs> don't email me about that either about our mistakes <laughs> although you can't correct us on any factors you want just just don't. know that Kiki will read them and not me yes <laughs> so if Amber knows about them I decided you've been worthy enough to actually talk about <laughs> <laughs> you have been deemed worthy yes anyway so they inform them about the Sith, then they talk about Anakin, and and they're like, well, we don't usually t- take them when this they're this old and Qui-Gon's buddy special, and they're like, buddy's old and Qui-Gon's like, buddy special, and they're like, fine, we'll look at him. And he's like, thank you. Yes. Although I do wonder, how many times has a Jedi slipped through the cracks like that then? Pretty often. So they don't have any, they've just given up. I wonder how how big their force would be. Man, Samuel L. Jackson is young in this. He is young. Anyway. And he oh. shows up to say goodbye to Padme. Because but, he's going off to Jedi training, he thinks. But she's not there. No, she's not. So he says goodbye to the queen instead. Because mm-hmm. Padme was sent on an errand. We're moving on. We're going. We're now at the Senate, Senate meeting. Which doesn't quite go like the cabinet battle does. <laughs> no, it's, it's less fun. Although more cool because they're all like 
rotating around the Chandler. Chancellor. Chancellor. <laughs> Chandler. <laughs> I just love her dress. I'm sure it's a friend's reference, but I don't know. No. I was just thinking because it's a girl, Chandler. No. I don't sound. We're moving on. <laughs> He's talking about more delirious. We're gonna get this. Is the delirious this is already great. talking? Basically, ha- uh, the queen brings up the issue and like, hey, my planet's been invaded, and that so, should be illegal. And the Federation's like, hey, do you have any proof for invading you? Nope. And so, and eventually, um, eventually, the Chancellor concedes to having a commission sent to Nebu to go check and make sure the Federation is really. And the leading. Queen's like, "That's not sufficient. I demand better work be done." So she takes moves. a vote in no confidence. Yes, which is exactly what Senator Palpatine wants. Like he just ugh manipulates her like that. She has 14. True. But anyway. And then moving on. You know, obviously, there's going to be a vote for a new Chan. Sorry. <laughs> Not a new Chandler. <laughs> so that would be cool. We So now we're going to the Jedi meeting again, and they're testing Anakin. And they're kind of talking to him. They're like, you know, you have to watch your feelings. We can see that you're afraid. And that's not good. Obviously, as it's been explained to me, because they can see he's already formed an attachment to his mother. Yes. He's afraid of losing her, and that, like, the fear, and that fear leads to anger. Anything can lead to anger, though. Well, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering, and so forth, and that leads to the dark side. I guess. Anything can lead to anger, though. Yeah, but they want to, like, avoid that. Yeah. No feelings. That's what I'm getting. Well, it's not necessarily no feel- feelings. It's more just control of your feelings. Well, they can teach him control, even though he's so... Even if he already formed attachments, you can learn to... I'm just saying, little toddlers that you kidnap from their parents are easier to brainwash. It's true. Be that as it may. Be that as it may. <laughs> um, okay, so then we go back to the queen. And she is stuck in a predicament. Palpatine has been nominated to be chancellor, but it's still going to take quite some time for anything to happen. And so she decides that she must return home to go with her people. Because whether or not the Federation is there, they're going to kill people no matter what. Because she's not going to sign the treaty that they want. And she feels like no matter what, whether she stays away or not, as long as she's not signing the treaty, her people will die. And so she'd rather be there for them then away yeah 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 so um in between all that i take a look at obi-wan he's kind of ugly at this stage (laughs) i don't know if it's the hair i don't know if it's a different actor we'll see i'll keep you updated on my thought on obi-wan we go back to the jedis they they tell kwan Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon to go with the Queen to figure out more about the Sith. And did they tell him they're not going to train? They tell him they're not going to train. Well, they do it, but then Qui-Gon's like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Obi-Wan's ready to become a Jedi Knight. And they're like, we're not going to argue about it right now. Go be with the Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, fine. 
fine. We're going to go do that. So. I'm sorry. Say it all. Poor Annie is like, I don't want to be a problem. Poor Annie is so cute right now. <laughs> Qui-Gon's like, don't worry, you're gonna, you're not gonna be a huge issue. And so we go back to Naboo. Yes. Which has been secured by the Federation, but just to make sure, Lord Sidious is sending Darth Maul his apprentice. And so... The queen, her entourage, the, and the Jedi, and Jar Jar Binks, they're all talking on the ship on the way back, and they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. And they've decided that they're going to go talk to the... Gongans. Gongans. And try to form an alliance, which has never happened before. But they do. Um, well, first they gotta find them. First, they gotta find them, and that's where Jar Jar Binks comes in. Okay. So they find them at like a holy place for their people. <laughs> yes, it's very funny. Jar Jar's like, Yeah, we've been to the city. And so everyone's like, Where are we gonna do? And Jar Jar's like, Yeah, they have a secret place that they usually go to when things are really bad. <laughs> and so, do you wanna go? It's <laughs> just like, Jar Jar, no. But anyway, they all take them, and so they're going back and forth about everything. And the truth of something has been revealed. It turns out. Which has been confusing Kiki the whole time through. Yes. The queen isn't the queen. But it's the queen. But sometimes this isn't the queen. No. There's a false queen, which is her most loyal and trusted guard. Jar Jar is like the most confused out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like Anakin looks confused, but Jar Jar looks like really confused going back and forth. Um, so Padme has a handmaiden who will sometimes dress as her as the queen to be a body double and so in different scenes the queen isn't had me it's instead a decoy yes so and so one of the ways when you're watching this going back that you could tell when the queen is the queen and when the queen is the double is if there's the servant Padme, mm-hmm. then the queen is the double. If there's not the servant Padme, then Padme is the queen. See, 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 see. But Padme gives this wonderful speech. I love a lot of her speech. She's a great speaker, orator. She does wonderful work, especially in the series, which eventually someday, far, far down the line, when you forgive me for this, we'll get to. Eventually. <laughs> Anyway, basically, Padme... And the Gungans agree to work with the Naboo. Nabooians? No. I don't know. The people of Naboo. Yeah, I don't know. So we go back to the castle where the Federation is. um, And we see they've contacted the Sith Lord to inform them what's going on. And so the Sith Lord's like, hmm, weird. Let them do... Let them make the first move. Let the Jedi make the first move, Maul. And then catch them as they go. Yes. Okay, so we switch back to Padme and everyone. And we see her plan unfold. We see Jar Jar being uh, promoted from banished to general. Which I think is just to get him killed. (laughs) You think? (laughs) He's stuck on a horse with no weapon. Okay. (laughs) Okay, I can see it. 
they make a plan though to help take back the kingdom. They're planning on going for the the vice 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 roy the vice roy um, because they figure without him they're gonna fail and they won't have anyone like in charge anymore exactly so they're gonna create a diversion but they also are going to go after the droid command ship that's in orbit around the planet to take out the droid army yep with the pilots that they have and they're gonna split off and do that so we're gonna soon have three plots going all at once in the final battle scene yes okay and so they've made a battle plan and they commence so we're gonna break the fighting down into the three sections and so the first section is the gungans they are the diversion and so one thing I like a lot about the Gungans is they're described as the primitives of the planet. Really? Yeah. But in a lot of ways, they're really not. They're very advanced in things that in war, basically. Yeah. And, and that's something that also, they're going for. Their society is very advanced. Like they're living underwater, although they breathe air. Yeah, that's true. It's just they the, have this whole underwater society, and it's just it's for just, this populace of people who live and breathe what? air. Just, just the way that they talk. Is what gets me. Yes, <laughs> their language what... is quite goofy. It sounds like so. I have a bit of a speech issue where I sometimes mess up my R's and W's, and that's what it reminds me of a lot is like when that gets really bad when I'm super stressed or really tired, that like changing of a few letters and just like messing it up hmm. is what it kind of reminds me of. I got you. But the Gungans have been given the task of fighting the droid army because they're the ones who actually have an army. <laughs> Unlike the Everyone people else. of Naboo. <laughs> Unlike everyone else. And, you know, they have some really cool technology. They have um, this, I don't know what it's called, but they have this thing to, like, disrupt the droids and, like, destroy them. Yeah, they almost seem like EMPs. Yeah, but it's, like, in a ball. Ball. <laughs> and so, like an EMP grenade? Yeah, and it's pretty cool because they launch them at the droids. And they have little ones. They have mid-sized ones. So they're doing, like, slingshots. And then they, they have, have giant ones. ones. They're doing catapults. Or if you're Jar Jar, <laughs> you just you release steal them. them. <laughs> you steal them and they still do the job. And so at first, things seem to be going good for the Gungans. They have a shield up. Mm -hmm. And so the droids are just shooting at them from their fall. cannons. And that doesn't do anything because it doesn't work with the shields. And then they unleash the droid army. And there are a lot. Do you think? Us droids. <laughs> Just, 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 just a bit, just a bit, just a few, just a bit. There are numerous, numerous, numerous droids, <laughs> and they're trying their best, but they get overwhelmed quite a bit, yes, real quick. No matter how Jar Jar tries to uh, help, <laughs> <laughs> like at one point, uh, there was a droid who was killed in front of him, and it was it Stuck got to attached his foot. to him. He threw it off. He got attached to his foot, and he started like. Shaking his foot and shooting the blaster? Yeah. 
Yeah, on accident, he, he kills like two or three droids on accident. And then starts doing it on purpose once he realizes. And this was also not, even in the plan, this was not supposed to be heart, so truly hard. victorious. No. It was a diversion to get the droid army away from the city. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the things that the Gungans took on as a sacrifice for themselves. Yeah, they knew some of their people would die. And still... Which I see as quite valiant. These people who they hadn't gone along with, they were willing to help fight and get along with them to save their planet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so we're going to leave the Gungans captured and surrounded by a boatload of droids. Mm-hmm. And our fearless leader, Jar Jar. Gives up. <laughs> yes, yes. As he says, my gives up. My gives up. But a little bit further along in the palace region, Padme and crew are able to sneak into the palace. They get the pilots to the ships. They, um, you know, they... the pilots take off and the rest of them start to kind of fight their way into the palace. They split off again. Well, first they tell Anakin to find a safe place and to stay put. Yes, and so Anakin... Being the pilot that he is... Goes into a cockpit, and so... um, (laughs) Qui-Gon so wisely tells him to stay in the cockpit. Don't leave the cockpit. Because he'll be safe there. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And so they get... Padme and some of her fellow guards get pinned down by destroyer droids. Mm-hmm. And the Jedi are preoccupied with Dark Maul. And so Anakin is like, R2-D2, we gotta do something about this. Yes, yes. yes. I love the connection R2-D2 already. You know? <laughs> yes. It's so cute. And so Anakin, being the child that he is, starts pushing buttons. Yep. As you do. And so he ends up killing the droids, and he ends up taking off. Well, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are fighting Dark Maul, and so they go off to do Jedi-y things. <laughs> and so Padme and her crew are going on into the castle. They're to go after, to go after the Viceroy. Yes, they're, you know, shooting droids and stuff. And once again, they have to split off, because it doesn't seem like... They get pinned down in the hallways. And so Padme... And a couple of others, they kick out the window. Step out onto the ledge. Go, and they, like, grapple up, kind of. Yeah. And they go to the next floor. I think two floors. I think, is it two? I think it's two. It might be one or two floors. Either way, they go up, and they get on and kick down that window and get inside. And once again, they're, they run into more droids. Because <laughs> there's never uh lack of droids in this area. Is there a lack of droids anywhere? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Prequel. An abundance of droids. <laughs> they should just call it a droid. Let's see. How many floors do we go up? We're going to check on that. And... Let's see. There's that one. One. Okay, it's just one. It's just yeah. a really tall floor. Yeah, they're very... It's a, it's a palace, so... I'm sorry. I'm used to at least kind no, of no, logical. No, 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 no. I thought, I thought it was... It, I thought there was three, and they just went up on the next and then yeah. the middle one. So, but anyway. They come out, and they immediately run into more droids. 
as you do. <laughs> and they fight them, but sadly they must surrender because, because they're the destroyer droids. Yeah, have arrived, and there are too many, and they're outnumbered, and so they win this round, and so they get captured. Mm-hmm. However, now, going back to Anakin, no, no, no. Oh, we were gonna finish that up. I thought we did. No. <laughs> Sorry, crew. <laughs> That's now, what you love about us. The real question is, will I leave it in or will I take it out? That is a real question. But I'm lazy, so I'll probably leave it in. Yeah, I think like after a couple <laughs> times I started editing, I just like, okay, they can have it. Like, this is what they signed up for. They didn't have to listen to us. But the decoy pad may. Okay, but yes, yeah, so the finally they break through past the droids. Well, the decoy pad may comes. And she draws some of the droids away. And then the real Padme goes to her throne and unlocks some hidden guns. And they blast away the remaining droids. I thought it was the... Um... Red guy. No, because I was thinking, because I remember his comment. He sees the rope. He sees the queen Padme. Fake Padme shows up. Yes, and he's all like, that's the real Padme. Yeah, he thinks... The Viceroy thinks that's the real Padme. Yeah, which is hilarious because I'm thinking... And so they send all the droids after her. Yes. And yes. so there's only a few remaining. And then so then Padme, Padme, Padme kicks ass. goes to the throne, gets the guns, passes them out, shoots the remaining droids, they lock the throne room, and then they have their Viceroy. And so at least for one section of the battle plan, things are going well. They kick ass. It's just funny that he thought the queen was the real Padme. Yeah. And Padme was a decoy because I'm like, why would you think that was the real Padme? Because she said she was the real Padme. She had all the fancy face makeup. True, but like, look at them. Why would you think Padme was a decoy? Like, why would you even think she was the queen? Why would you think, oh, this is yeah. Padme? That's what, that's my problem. <laughs> like, why would you assume this was? <laughs> all humans look alike, okay? <laughs> Definitely ones here. There's a fancier looking one over there, okay? That must be the queen. That must be the true one. And then we go to space where young Anakin is stuck on autopilot, which is quickly taking him to the battle. <laughs> that's outside the atmosphere. <laughs> which, that's where space is. <laughs> <I'm>, uh, <laughs> oh my god. I meant like that's in the orbit. In the orbit of yeah. the planet? Yeah, that's what I meant. The battle's taking place in the orbit. And these, um, the fighter, the pilots are going against the droids out there. And it's not going so well for the Naboo pilots because no. there aren't so many of them and there are quite a lot of droid fighters. Because it's easy to get droids. And they also can't get through the deflector shields at the moment. No. And so Anakin's currently just trying to dodge and weave and fight for his life. Yeah, he's like, you know, spinning's a cool trick. Let me just spin. <laughs> And he accidentally ends up in the hangar of the ship. Yes. And, and then he loses power because he gets hit. And which is how he ends up in the hangar. He gets hit and crashes in the hangar bay. And then in the process, he gets power back on. And then he starts shooting at the droids that are shooting at him. And he accidentally shoots a power core. <laughs> Which, Which then makes the whole ship start to, like, explode. I think it was just a chain because that yes. one exploded the ones. It causes a chain reaction. And so basically it started exploding on the inside and Andy case. And so the all the pilots are like, it's exploding from the inside. I didn't do that. Did you, Did you do, do that? that? 
and then you're like, what about this to come out with a right hanger? <laughs> I don't know. Amber says they can. I don't know if they realize it's Anakin who's t- who did it. I mean, I'm pretty sure eventually they realize it because oh, yeah. they're like, who did that? Yeah. <laughs> Like, they're like, who's not communicating right now? Which yeah. one of the ships? Hey, that strange ship. When they land, who's in the strange ship? It's the kid. The kid. <laughs> you know? well, basically, Anakin saves the day because he blows up the droid ship, which causes the droids right. to power down, which also saves the Gungans. Yes. And so the day is mostly saved. And that only leaves one final thing to be taken care of. We go to the Jedi. Yes, we go to the, to um, Obi Wan and Qui Gon dealing with Darth Maul. Yes, and it's a lot of at first the three of them fighting, and then it gets down to Darth Maul and Qui Gon going back and forth. Which they get separated because there's a series of force fields because they start getting into I guess it's the energy generator of the palace. I don't know what that means, but okay. The thing that makes the energy for the palace. Oh. But there are force fields that separate them initially, which is what makes them have to stop. Yeah. I find it really interesting, which I want to take a second to pause and talk about when the force fields go up, the three different reactions. So during the battle, for those of you who haven't seen it, these force fields come up and it separates each of the combatants. And so each one has a very different reaction I know, to having to wait. I know Qui-Gon stops and he like meditates. Yes, Qui-Gon stops and meditates. Darth Maul kind of walks in a predatorial style and Obi-Wan looks on very concerned. And he's just staring there. It's just funny. It's just interesting that Dar- um, that Qui-Gon sits there. And, and meditates. meditates. Yeah. And he's very calm and peaceful while Darth Maul is just kind of like what you imagine when you think of like a leopard in a cage. Yeah. That predatorial. People wouldn't come to leopard, but yeah. People say like lion or tiger in a cage. Yeah. Fine. I'm just. I'm when just, you think of a lion in a cage, happy. I'm just telling you that a lot of just wouldn't jump to leopard. I find that interesting that you did jump to leopard. We're the same. Luke and Anakin. Oh my gosh. Fine. <laughs> Are you ever going to let that go? No. <laughs> <laughs> Were you expecting me to? No. <laughs> anyway, we see Qui Gon and, and Darth Maul start to fight it out. Yes, and they're getting closer to this room and it has like a big circle in the middle. And they're just going back and forth. And Qui-Gon has a green lightsaber. Well, Darth Maul has a red one. He has a double-sided one. No, say it! <laughs> I said when I first saw it, I was all like, he has a double prong! <laughs> <laughs> um, but we see them fight and we see Darth Maul Skewer. Skewer. <laughs> Skewer. Qui-Gon, unfortunately. While is... Obi-Wan is stuck behind a force field. Yes. And once again, there we're waiting. Which can I just say, how how dare you? How dare you? I just met Qui-Gon. I kind of want him to stay on. Yeah. I was so happy and excited. Because yeah, I liked him. But eventually, the force field lifts up, and Obi-Wan goes for it. He just starts attacking. They're fighting. They're going back and forth. Um... And he's holding off pretty well on his own. So 
he's able to cut the lightsaber down to a single blade. Yes. But then Darth Maul pushes him away, but luckily he's able to force lift himself up. So he pushes him away into this hole that's at the center of the room. Right. Um, Obi-Wan can stand, hold, he's grabbing onto what seems like a light that's going down this hole. But Darth Maul pushes his lightsaber down the hole. And Obi's like, oh, fuck. What can I do? So Darth Moth is just standing there antagonizing him, I guess. And so there's this moment that Obi-Wan looks over and sees his master lightsaber. And I'm like, but it's so far. <laughs> and then as soon as I said that, he started using the force. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, the force. That's <laughs> um, So Obi does this really cool trick, jumps up, leaps over Darth Moth, and cuts him, cuts him in half. That's what I wanted to ask. He cuts him in half. And he kind of falls down the hole. Kind of? He falls down the hole. <laughs> and then we have a few touching words between Master and Apprentice. And Obi-Wan agrees to train Anakin. Yes, that's what the most important thing. So everyone gathers up and they go to back to the capital. Or no, no, no. The Chandler comes to. Now Chancellor. The Chancellor comes. Chancellor Alphatane comes to Naboo. Yes. And... You know, gives a good few good words. Congratulations, Queen, on freeing your capital. Exactly. And Yoda's like, You're now a Jedi Knight, Obi Wan. Yeah, we flips Obi Wan and Yoda. And oh, Yoda doesn't like the fact that Obi Wan's going to be taking and Anakin. But what can he do? The counselor's going to allow it. It seems like the counselor is very, the council is very relaxed. Like, they're kind of like, oh, no. But they're also like, okay, you're going to do what you want anyway. Yes and no, in a sense. They try to stay out of politics a lot. Mm-hmm. Would that be very political, though? Just... Well, they try to stay out of politics. And so a lot of it is the decision on Anakin is kind of... Political because he's... Well, they're not, they don't know what to do with him. Yeah. And so some of them are like, well, we did drag him all the way out here. And what's going to happen to him if we don't take him since Qui-Gon kind of uprooted the boy and drug him out here. But I'm just wondering, though, does Anakin have use of the Force? Yes. So, like, would he not just kind of grow on his own? But he wouldn't necessarily... Well, that's also one of the concerns and probably one they allowed him to teach him. Yeah. Is because he would grow. Like, who's to say he would become more powerful? Innately. Yes. Exactly. Especially when they talk about how powerful he already is so would you rather kind of keep watch on him right which is no probably why they, initi- they finally yeah. let him train him yeah you know knowing the most worst the worst kept secret so you find out that most certainly Darth Maul was a Sith and there's always two no more no less which, a master and an apprentice which I find funny because earlier it's just like they're like oh I thought we wiped them out I thought they were yeah, extinct, extinct. If you know that there's always two, why would you think they were extinct? Why would you really not think that there was one around or two around? So, and here's the thing too. Why would you extinct them when you need the forces of good and evil? You need a counterpart for everything. Yeah. So you just need to keep watch and make sure good doesn't But the is a really long time ago. I'm sure that they were around though still. They just- A millennia. That's <laughs> a Hundred, a century's a hundred, a millennia's a thousand. Yeah. 
So, but anyway, we end it with peace between the Naboo and the Gungans, and there's a big celebration parade and all that. Yes, and we see Anakin, Anakin with his little Padawan braid and his haircuts. <laughs> And wow, Obi-Wan looks so young and ugly. <laughs> he does. He's just not attractive. He does. Okay. And so that's the end of the first movie. Big question. Thoughts on Jar Jar? I love him. He's so stupid, but I love him. What? Would you believe me if I said he's one of the most hated characters since all of Star Wars? What? Why? A lot of people hate him. He's so stupid, but, like, in a lovable way. Yeah. Like a dumb puppy. Oh, I love him, but a lot of people find him absolutely awful. Why? Just because how stupid he is? I think it's because he's stupid, and so a lot of people don't like Star Wars. And one of the reasons why I did my little mini rant at the beginning of this episode about we're watching it in this order and don't come at me is so I have this theory. If you watch the prequels and then the originals... Mm -hmm you like the prequels. If you watch the originals and then the prequels, you don't like the prequels. Because they kind of disrupt everything that you've learned about. Well, also, they have a very different feel, and you'll see this when we get to the originals. And so I think the originals are just put on this, like, pedestal by a lot of people. Because they were the first ones. Yeah, that when people approach them that way, the divergence that you get from the prequels and the sequel trilogies. You have a lot of confidence. I know, though, I know that a lot of people hate the sequels, too. Yeah. And so, we'll just see what you think. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm watching... I'm I'm mostly completely biased. I've, like, seen... Yes, you're completely biased by not watching anything. <laughs> <laughs> you are so biased! It's not, it's not like I was all like, oh, I've never wanted to watch them. I just... When my mom's a big Star Wars fan, so is my sister. When they came on, I fell asleep. And it just it just wasn't something I was interested in. So And now you have me to poke you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I have, you know, I've I've been to Star Wars World. I don't know, Disneyland, Disney World. Star Wars like Galaxy Edge. Yeah, and I've met Chewbacca? No. Calarin? Yeah. <laughs> and um the new R two D two. The the role. BB eight? Yeah. So, I'm somewhat biased. So, like, I know, you know, I know the worst kept secret. So, like, I know, like, the basics. The, yes. But that's about it. Obviously, because starting off, I immediately thought it was going to be Anakin and Obi-Wan. And... <laughs> but we're about to go watch the second one. And then maybe the third one later tonight. Well, we're going to watch the, like, I guess, like, 2.5-ish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The animated yeah. series. So, okay. See y'all. Bye. Bye.